What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. It's Friday, so time for another Establish the Run sponsored video. We've been using the content on their site each Friday to find the best and worst picks in drafts from a number of different angles. This week, we're going to take a look at Evan Silva's Shy Away 30, talking about five wide receivers that he would shy away from at their current ADP, and that I also have ranked and projected behind their ADP on both underdog and using industry-wide ADPs. Evan Silva was one of the first people that I looked to when I was starting to play fantasy, and he has consistently provided top-notch advice year in and year out. If there's anyone else that you guys want to go to for advice this season, please make it establish the run. Their track record is honestly unreal, and I trust them way more than any of these other sites, even on YouTube, on the podcast, establish the run. That is the go-to for quality advice. So check out the YouTube channel. I'll link that in the description. And if you want to sign up for any of their packages, use promo code FFA, you get 10% off whichever one you choose. So who are a few wide receivers that Evan Silva is shying away from? First up, Deontay Johnson. He has an underdog ADP of the wide receiver 24, industry-wide ADP of the wide receiver 17, which is absurd. But Silva says shy away, and I agree. In my ranking, he's wide receiver 27. And Silva's take is exactly what we've been talking about for the past few weeks. Obviously, Deontay Johnson is a stud. He's a fantastic wide receiver. This is not arguing that. But he is not getting anywhere close to his 169 targets from last season. This offense will not be as pass-heavy under Trubisky or Pickett, whichever one they go with. It won't matter. It will not be as pass-heavy. And with the emergence of George Pickens, the target share for Deontay is also less secure. And so he's going to be getting a smaller piece of a much smaller pie. And if it took him the second most targets in the entire NFL last season to finish ninth in fantasy points per game, then the floor is much lower than people think. Again, I have him projected to finish 27th, and that's even projecting him for the ninth most targets in the league, a mark that he could certainly fall short of and is relatively unlikely to surpass. George Pickens is very clearly going to be heavily involved this season. Chase Claypool is not going away. He's going to be their full-time slot receiver. Pat Fearmuth is going to command targets at the tight end position. And so if we think that Deontay Johnson is coming close to what he did last year in targets, you're going to be disappointed. He should not be picked at his current ADP. Like 17th for wide receivers is absurd. Another wide receiver we would both shy away from is DK Metcalf. Metcalf has an underdog ADP of the wide receiver 30, an industry-wide ADP of the wide receiver 19, which, you know, just like Deontay Johnson's ADP makes absolutely no sense, and I have him as a wide receiver 33, which is not even remotely close to the wide receiver 19. And Silva's top reasoning for the fade is really just the offense. You know, he points out that last year, even when they still had Russell Wilson, they averaged a league low 56.1 offensive snaps per game. Do we really think that that's going up this season? They're going to run the ball a ton since their quarterbacks are trash. No matter what Pete Carroll says about having two quarterback ones, they probably have two quarterback threes. So they're going to run the ball a lot. 
and they're never going to control the clock. And that is a horrendous combination to have. You can be on a run first team or maybe a slower paced team if you at least control the clock because you're going to be ahead, you're going to maintain the ball. But when you're a slow run first team and you're also going to be trailing in pretty much every single game, that is a recipe for disaster for the passing offense. This is not a passing offense you want to invest in, especially when Metcalf, on average, looking at industry-wide ADPs, goes before Cortland Sutton, Brandon Cooks, Allen Robinson, Gabriel Davis. Absolutely not. You are absolutely not taking DK Metcalf ahead of any of those players. Metcalf has needed to win on efficiency throughout his career, and he's done so because he's great and Wilson was great. But that's not going to happen this season because his quarterbacks stink. He's probably going to have a few games here and there where he happens to take a slant pass to the house, but he will be wildly inconsistent and the floor is going to be scary low. Like if you thought it was bad before because people complained about Metcalf's floor before with Russell Wilson, at quarterback, brace yourself for the kind of offense that we are going to see under a combination of Locke and Geno Smith. Another wide receiver Silva is shying away from is Marquise Brown. He is an underdog ADP of the wide receiver 21, industry-wide ADP of the wide receiver 24. My ranking has him 31st, so I agree with this one as well. And I think this sentence from Silva really sums it up. He said, Brown has a top 20 wide receiver ADP in high-stakes drafts right now. Even as a wide receiver changing teams, who's barely cleared 1,000 yards even once in their career, will seed the top alpha wideout position when Hopkins comes off suspension. Yeah, so why is he going so early? We're not building a team to peak over the first month and a half of the season. He's probably going to start off pretty well. But by the end of the year, he's going to be an offense that has Hopkins, Rondell Moore, Ertz, Trey McBride, who they're very excited about, pass-catching running backs, and a mobile quarterback. So do we really think that once Hopkins returns, Brown's going to be some like fantasy stud? I mean, look at last season. He was the wide receiver 49 overall from weeks 12 on, despite playing in all seven weeks and averaging 9.1 targets per game. That is awful. He can only turn 9.1 targets per game into 41 receiving yards per game. And like I have stated numerous times on the channel, that was not on Lamar. That was on Marquise Brown having a bunch of terrible drops. There's no way the target volume for Marquise Brown is going up this season. No way. Their most targeted player last year was Christian Kirk. And he had 103 targets, even with Hopkins missing like two months of the year and Kirk playing all 17 games. So the target volume for Marquise Brown is going to come crashing down. He'll peak early and drop off late. And yet people want to take him higher than his fantasy finish from last season. That doesn't make any sense to me. This next one makes me very sad that this player is on the list because I really do love his potential. But I agree that Traylon Burks needs to be avoided. Underdog ADP, the wide receiver 47. Industry-wide ADP, the wide receiver 47 as well. My wide receiver 61. Again, I love his potential talent. He is the type of player who could have, you know, just an earth-shattering season in his range of outcomes. 
but he's currently fourth on the wide receiver depth chart for the Titans, which is embarrassing because they don't have that much talent on the roster. And this isn't me just like looking at the depth chart on, you know, what they've posted on Twitter and being like, oh, look, he's listed fourth. Like, unless things change, he is going to open the season as their number four wide receiver. Robert Woods is firmly locked into the wide receiver one role. That's not going to change. Kyle Phillips is their slot wide receiver. That is also not going to change. So right now, he's competing for that second outside wide receiver spot with Nick Westbrook, Ikine. And right now, Nick Westbrook is winning that battle, and it's not particularly close. Burks looks slow. He's not getting open. He just simply looks bad when he's out there running routes. And that's why they've had to play him like every snap in the preseason because he stinks right now. He's just not performing well. He would not be getting this many snaps if he was good in practice. They'd be resting him like they've been resting Robert Woods. This very much looks like a situation where he just needs a year to develop because the Burks that we have seen in the preseason is not even remotely close yet. I really thought camps would open up, he'd be conditioned, he looked really good, and like he'd be taking screen passes in the house, like he just would look like a bowling ball when they just got the ball into his hands. That has not happened. I have clearly been wrong on that one, and I cannot recommend drafting him even close to his ADP. Final wide receiver we'll go over today is Marvin Jones, underdog ADP, wide receiver 77, industry wide ADP, wide receiver 72, my wide receiver. 80. And I wanted to talk about him for two reasons. One, because in a vacuum, I wouldn't draft him. I mean, as Silva said in his write-up, he's a 32-year-old wide receiver that's clearly been slowing down. He had his worst season in terms of yards per route run, yards per target since his rookie year. Like, he's regressing. He's up there in age. We don't really want to be targeting him. And if we look at the offense, you know, they just paid Christian Kirk a bunch of money as their top target. We know they're going to feature former first-round rookie uh, Travis Etienne in the passing game. And since this isn't some like prolific passing offense, we can't really trust that Marvin Jones as the at best third option is going to be super fantasy relevant when we also know Zay Jones is there. Zay Jones might overtake him. He looks good this offseason, might overtake him as a three. And now we have Marvin Jones as a four. Like, that's not great. But if we step outside even that vacuum, things look worse. Wide receivers going around him in drafts right now include KJ Osborne who's going to see a massive boost in playing time on an offense that's going to throw more after finishing as the wide receiver 38 last season. Okay, definitely sign me up for that over Marvin Jones. Joshua Palmer, clear number three wide receiver on one of the most dangerous passing offenses in football. Sign me up for that. Isaiah McKenzie, same exact thing. Number three wide receiver on a very dangerous passing offense. Alec Pierce, Nico Collins, both likely wide receiver twos. Wondell Robinson, a first-round rookie with very high upside on an offense that should be improved and so for you to take marvin jones when those are the players you're looking at around him even only looking at wide receiver it just makes no sense we want upside in fantasy football and by taking marvin jones or even a player just like him you're capping that upside and you're hurting your chances of winning so those are five players that i have ranked below adp when looking at both underdog positional ADP, which is typically most aligned with how people are actually drafting right now, and industry-wide positional ADPs as well. But they're also part of Evan Silva's shy away top 30, which are 30 players he would shy away from drafting near their ADP this season. I highly recommend that you check out the rest of that list at their website, establishtherun.com. You can check out their YouTube channel. I'll link that in the description box down below. And if you ever want to sign up for one of their packages, just use promo code FFA. You'll get 10% off your first 
purchase. I will be back tomorrow to go over the latest news and ADP changes over the last week. Sunday to go over my must-draft running backs. And Monday for the final mock draft Monday of the 2022 fantasy football season. And that honestly feels unreal to say. That, my friends, is into this one. Hope you all enjoyed. If you did, how about hitting the like button? And how about subscribing to the channel if you're new here? Thanks for watching.